0: Greetings, ladies. As we gather again in the wonderful and majestic name of Jesus, I am delighted to be with you. As you recall in our Godly Woman Bible study, we have built an imaginary bicycle symbolic of our Christian life. It reminds us of the need to be purposeful, disciplined, and daily growing in our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Before we look into chapter 10, called Moving Toward Maturity, let's hear from Irma's heart to yours. She says, Dear ladies, in many ways, successfully living the Christian life is like learning to ride a bicycle. The back wheel of the bicycle might represent the basics of a disciple's life the daily disciplines which require commitment and skillful hands. The front wheel of the bicycle would represent the disciples' character and guidance system, the integrity of heart so vital to a maturing Christian's life. To ensure that one does not live that first year of their Christian life over again for years without growth, A disciple needs to do two things. Firstly, acquire basic skills through a daily habitual walk with God, which is the back wheel. Secondly, approach all of life in terms of definite goals and a specific system of guidance, the front wheel. May you be moved more toward maturity as you study this lesson, love Irma. Ladies, are you working so hard on being a good Christian, but in reality you're experiencing little joy or peace in your life? Are you trying to live for Jesus, but at the end of the day you're angry and just can't keep up the positive front? Ladies, do you feel disoriented, disconnected, and defeated? In your life, while tremendously desiring to have a life that reflects the character of the savior well i have wonderful news for you philippians 1 verse 6 says being confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of christ jesus that day of course is the promised return of our lord it is god's job through the power of the Holy Spirit, to grow us and change us to reflect our Savior in all of our life. Before we begin chapter 10, let's pause to pray. Dear Father, we need your perspective on maturity. Give us your thoughts, understanding, and enlighten us to know how to rest in the truth that we can trust you to change us, to be more like you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's look at the drawing of our bicycle again. We're going to add the front wheel to our drawing and identify the rim as moving toward biblical character. The front wheel represents our character and guidance system. The vertical spokes are one, attitude and self-control. Second, the horizontal spokes are persistence and maturity. Let's look at each spoke and define them. Firstly, positive mental attitude. By definition, this basically means no negativism, having a positive disposition and outlook on all of life. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. We choose to be either a positive Polly or a negative Nelly. which are you ladies. Circumstances do not make us who we are, but they do reveal who we are in character. Secondly, self-control can be defined by taking positive action as an act of the will, not pampering the flesh or letting emotions or feelings control us. Look at 1 Corinthians 10.27, which says, But I discipline my body and I make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Ladies, we have self-control as a fruit of the Spirit, according to Galatians 5.23. We just need to call out to the Holy Spirit to help us choose it. One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to be our helper. Thirdly, persistence. Endurance and or perseverance means not quitting or being sidetracked by other people or by circumstances. Hebrews 10, verse 36 says, For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Verse 39 says, But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. This verse precedes the chapter called the Hall of Faith. If you are discouraged from frightened, hopeless, lacking persistence or vision, read slowly through Hebrews chapter 11. It will stir your soul, build you up, and give you hope and help you identify with other believers whose faith has endured to the end. Fourthly, mature personality. This means full-grown completely developed in one's individuality and disposition. Ephesians 4 verse 13 says, Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Ladies, do you act, feel, or respond to life situations like a child? Or do you respond like a mature person who has grown to the height of the measure of Christ? Basically, all of us have done both. Let me give you an illustration. The scene is you are at church gathering and enjoying your cup of tea and munching on a biscuit. When someone accidentally bumps into you, causing you to spill your tea on the floor. You are embarrassed. When someone asks you, why did you spill the tea? You are thinking, isn't that obvious? Someone bumped me. However, the hidden answer is because tea was in my cup. If coffee had been in my cup, then what would spill out would have been coffee. The truth is, ladies, whatever is in our cup, if bumped, will spill out. And further expanding, let's take the symbolism and equate the person with the cup and the bumping with life. We must ask ourselves, ladies, when life bumps me accidentally, what spills out of me? What is inside of me, deep in my soul? Is it love, joy, peace? peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Or is it immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, and carousing? We want the fruit of the spirit in all his splendor to flow from us at all times, but occasionally we react in the flesh, respond without thinking, or allow our emotions to control us. To carry the bicycle concept a step further, remember that if you don't move on, you'll fall off or even stop. There seems to be four main areas, the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual which cause people to falter in their Christian lives. Many Christians develop problems because they lack a basic understanding of these factors and how they affect their walk with God. Dear friends, if you feel stuck in any of those four areas, firstly, go to God in prayer and tell Him all about it. Perhaps it dates back to an event in your life, maybe even from your childhood. Secondly, ask God who knows the secrets of the heart. Lord, what is the source of my pain or wound that is causing me to be stuck? Thirdly, from God's revealing, continue to ask him if there is a lie you've believed from your pain or wound. Fourthly, if he reveals a lie, confess it to him. Renounce it and then ask God to bring His truth to your mind. Fifthly, check to see if you have made a vow in connection to the wound and the lie. A vow usually starts with a statement like, I will never, and finishes with a vow such as, I will never trust anyone again. If so, renounce and reject that as well. Finally, ladies, Commit yourself completely to Jesus in mind, body, and soul, asking him to heal what needs to be healed in you and to perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. 1 Peter 5.10 Now, walk in this new truth and freedom. An excellent example of a man of godly character is Job. When Satan was given permission to test Job, In one day, Job lost all of his livestock, plus some of his servants, from marauding bands. In addition, his eldest son's house was destroyed, and all of Job's children were killed from a natural disaster. Job's cup poured forth grief, but he fell on his face and worshipped his God by blessing the name of the Lord. Ladies, we see what came from Job's wife's cup. She said to Job, do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. This is our challenge, ladies, to be of mature character so that when life crashes in on us unexpectedly, we will pour forth the love of God and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Ladies, let's end our time in prayer. Dear Father, who will separate us from the love of Christ? will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In his name we pray, amen. Ladies, until we gather again, bye for now.